of mind the music i hope you are well i hope you had a lovely week and month so far on this episode of mind the music i would love to debunk self-care and debunk self-care in dance music specifically and talk a little bit about the superficial advice that is out there sometimes because self-care really goes so much further than taking a relaxing bath, doing a meditation, or even doing a flotation session like I did last month. Self-care is just really, really much more than that. And I really wanted to dive into this topic today. In my opinion, the depth of self-care really goes beyond me because I'm also passionate about taking care of those around me and people in the dance music community. It's my mission to change and evolve collective consciousness of the dance music community into a more healthy, positive and inclusive environment for everybody who wants to build a life around their passion for electronic music. And I'm passionate about that because that has been a huge pain point for me in my own life. And so that has been the drive behind me starting my business, the Unicorn Mothership, back in 2015. So to kind of backtrack a little bit, I want to share maybe more of the personal side of why this is so important to me. So... All of my life, up until a few years ago, when I decided I was no longer available for that, I have been told that I am too much, too loud, too strong, arrogant, impulsive, wanting too much, too present, too confident, too opinionated, exaggerated, flamboyant, 
I gesture too much, you know, like Italians do, a bitch, I must have been at fault, and no way my feelings could have been hurt of boundaries crossed because I, after all, am the strong one. I am too pretty, so I must have had an easy life. I look too happy, so no way that I could have had a hard time ever, and so on and so on. The list goes on and on and on. Basically, these were just all ways of dimming my light, toning it down, um, even to a point where at some point I started to dress more casually in order not to draw too much attention. Really, this has brought up a whole slew of issues for me. Something that maybe you can resonate with. I don't know. But so basically what happened was because of all of these things happening, I really started to struggle with basic fears, with my well-being, my immune system, my intuition, my instincts, survival, um, and also inspiration, mental pressure, doubt, confusion, having lots and lots of questions all the time, negative thoughts and obsessing over getting answers, juggling other people's opinions, trying to get insights and new ideas to solve my problems. I was also struggling with communication and really with communication, I mean aligned um, communication, clear communication, contact with exterior worlds. And with that, I mean, not just um, other people, but also, um, you know, systematic environments like work environments, family units, um, spirituality, other people's energies. Um, and I also struggled with founding, finding an outlet for energy and expression, speaking, doing things. I struggled with my drive, ambition. I struggled with stress, adrenaline, worry, and also a whole other um, side of things. You know, I had a severe depression. At some point, I suffered uh, a psychotic episode. I had physical health issues. Really, the list goes on and on. I hear similar things pop up for the many DJ producers I have worked with over the past six years, especially coming from women, queer and black people. Um, it's mostly underrepresented voices in dance music that seem to be used to being told how to be. I stand against that by the way, but this is just very apparent to me that these groups of people within the dance music community and literally within the world in general, but I'm kind of sticking to what I know best, which is dance music. Those are the people who seem to have gotten used to being told how to be. They have been conditioned in that way and they have not really been given a choice in all honesty. Now, on the other hand, it's also quite interesting to see when it comes to looking after yourself that the information out there is always so superficial. And as I said, when it comes to looking after yourself, taking that bubble bath or drinking plenty of water or going to the gym, it really goes beyond that. And people only tend to start doing those things as a way to solve long-term deeply rooted issues with kind of a short-term, easy band-aid, cookie-cutter solution. For example, the things that you can hear are emotional self-care could be an activity like positive self-talk. Um, physical could be committing to an exercise routine and spiritual could be a practice like meditation, prayer, or mindfulness. It's not that I'm against those things because I practice them myself and I offer them as a suggestion often to the people that I work with in my coaching business. But to me, what I've come to find is that that is not truly practicing self-care because that's just advice everybody and their mother will give you. It does not cater to your specific needs or situation as a person because nobody knows your soul and what your soul needs better than you. 
In my opinion, self-care should be a daily ritual, a way of life, a philosophy, a long-term strategy for success, a way to really honor your soul. So to give you an example, again, from my own life, to me currently, self-care is giving myself permission to have, be, and do anything. Allowing myself to be all of me, not dimming my lights, having clear boundaries, getting behind my decisions no matter what, being unapologetic about what I want and deserve, knowing when enough is enough, deconditioning from everything I have learned so far about work, business, dance music, life in general, and tuning into what I want at a soul level, tuning, turning on my desires that I have in my heart of hearts. This is what it currently means to me. And I wanted to share it with you because hopefully it resonates with you somehow. Um, but so this has evolved over the years and I'm pretty sure it will continue to evolve. But so what does this really truly mean? Again, to me, it is looking and listening to yourself at an energetic level. So that means beyond the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. It means that you look at aligning your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and actions with what you truly want to do in your heart of hearts. And there's a very easy exercise at an energy level um, that you can do to kind of see whether something is a hell yes or a fuck no for you. So if it makes you feel expansive, like it feels like you're kind of growing and opening up and something inside of you lights up, then you know that that's a, it's a hell yes for you. If it makes you feel contracted and doubt comes up in any shape or form, then it's clearly a no. I think that's really the best and easiest test for you to know if something is really meant for you. Now, when it comes to managing your energy, what does that really truly do for you? What I want to say about this is that you cannot compartmentalize any area of your life because it is all interconnected. If something is lacking in one area of your life, it is going to overflow into another area. So let's say as an example that you have got an issue in music. You're, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking in the shower about how behind you are in music production. And you're thinking, should I just quit? Maybe you're frustrated with music production and your inability to finish tracks and an album you've been dragging out for two years, feeling the frustration that much that you're almost in a depressed state and you're wondering who is even going to care about my music. Maybe you're feeling like you're constantly playing catch up, feeling as if nothing you do moves the needle and wondering what you're doing it all for and what is the point. Maybe you are at this point where you're not wanting to get to a point of burnout or lose your passion for music because music is really what feeds your soul, but you're really kind of on the brink of that feeling of burnout. Maybe it's even, you know, you juggling a full-time job and having music on the side and it's hard for you to come back, like to go back to work when you had like a really freaking good weekend and you constantly feel as if you're thinking, ugh, is this my life? You don't know where to start to turn all of this around. You're going around in circles. You're feeling overwhelmed because you don't know all of the tools and resources to go about things the right way. And so what you do, and this happens in a lot of situations, this is what I've seen mostly, what you do is you procrastinate. You don't know the next best step forward and so you do nothing now when you find yourself procrastinating in music then i can guarantee you that this affects other areas of your life 
I guarantee you that if you procrastinate in music, you procrastinate on other things. And something like procrastination can be very, very debilitating. I've already spoken quite a lot about procrastination on Mind Music. So you can dive into older episodes and, and um, dive into that. I'm not going to go on to this rant about procrastination, but I just want to say that procrastination is something that is really happening in a natural way because it's really your lizard brain, like that part of your brain that kind of does the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response that kind of kicks into gear whenever it detects something that could be perceived as dangerous. And so you go into survival mode and you basically just do nothing and you procrastinate and you put it off and you put it off and you put it off. Um, So that's kind of in a nutshell what procrastination does. It's very natural. It's something that so many people do. It can be very sneaky. It can happen in very, very sneaky ways. Um, But What it comes down to, and this is just an example, I'm using procrastination as an example. Um, It can be anything else, but really any pattern in your life and in your music that is not serving you has got to go. Why? Because you deserve better. You deserve to have it all. You don't have to be having all of these rules and requirements and things in place, conditions in place that if you get to do this first, then you can have get to have this other thing. And if this requirement has been fulfilled, then you will be worthy and deserving enough to do this other thing. No, you get to have it all and you get to have it all at the same time. And that is totally possible for you. And I don't know, I think it was maybe Oprah Winfrey who said you deserve to, or you get to have it all, just not all at once. Well, F you Oprah, because that's not true. And by the way, I love Oprah. I respect Oprah. And that quote could totally be taken out of context. I don't even know when, where, what she said it, but it's all over the internet. But anyway, it's just a mindset shift that you can make once you decide I get to have it all and I get to have it all at the same time. You just have to know that this is possible for you. Okay. Now, probably at this point you're thinking, okay, great. Yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, but how do you do this? How? Well, this is where, prioritizing yourself and self-care comes in. You learn what wellness, wellness, wellness and mental well-being mean to you on your own terms, how it fits with your energy and your emotions, energy and motion, emotions, get it? You commit you create a sacred contract with yourself that you come first and that you will commit to practicing prioritizing yourself each and every day. And how will you do this? You focus on cultivating your personal wellness, something that becomes as normal as the daily ritual of brushing your teeth. That's what self-care and cultivating your personal wellness should be like. Again, in my opinion, you can run with it however you like. I'm just feeling very passionate about sharing this. But basically, cultivating personal wellness can be seen as like a fun and daily activity that you get to do 10 minutes a day, every day, which will lead to compounding success and lasting results. If you do something long enough, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, at some point you will compound success and you will get lasting results. So instead of almost force feeding yourself with material like 
let's say, oh, um, I need to practice self-care. Let me go to the gym every single day for an hour and a half, like one big chunk of time. Instead of doing that, I find it's much more manageable to break things up into daily chunks of five to 10 minutes in a way that it fits seamlessly into your lifestyle. It's something that you can do while you have your morning coffee or as you put on your makeup. That's actually what I do when I um, digest my learnings from my own coaches. I do that in the bathroom as I get ready. I have my phone next to me. I have a video or, or an audio or a Voxer message from one of my coaches and I listen to that and that's like five minutes or something as I'm combing my hair or brushing my teeth or putting on makeup. Um, or you could do it during your lunch break or whenever, like really finding a way of easing into it so that forming a new habit gets to be easy. And this way, it will actually help you to actually stick to it instead of giving up because the change is just too disruptive or because you put too much pressure to make this new routine happen. So if you think about it, it can be as easy as swapping those over two hours a day scrolling social media, which by the way, there has been research and this is actually like a fact we scroll over two hours a day on social media. So it could be as easy as swapping those two hours for dedicating your focus and attention to ways that you can cultivate your wellness. Okay. So I just want you to ponder this for a minute. Let's say that you are currently struggling. Let's go back to procrastination in that example. Let's say you're currently struggling with procrastination, you struggle with finishing tracks or even to get started on new music. Ponder this for a minute. Has your daily social media scrolling made you able to actually finish your music and submit it? No, probably not. <laughs> if anything, it made you doubt yourself more um, because you were on the social medias and you experienced FOMO and more comparison hangovers come up than you can even count by now because you're looking at others and you're like, oh my God, so-and-so has finished a gazillion tracks and has released stuff and has been booked and I haven't. And you're still scrolling your social media instead of using that time to find ways to cultivate your personal wellness, your mental well-being, so that you can feel good. When you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, you get good results. It's really simple. But I want to go back to the why of this, okay? I think it's really important that we lock this in. As I said earlier, you deserve to feel good. You deserve to have it all. You deserve to have it all and all at the same time. Anything you want, you deserve to have. And it's important that you look at ways of prioritizing yourself so that you don't let negative patterns happen anymore so that you don't so that you can catch it before it's actually debilitating because you just don't want to do that to yourself anymore that's also what self-care means deciding like no i don't want to do this to myself anymore this doesn't feel good it's almost like going through each area of your life with a comb and kind of tuning in and like, how does this feel? This needs to go out. This needs to go out. This needs to go out. It can be, you know, in terms of wellness, your emotional wellness, your sexual wellness, your financial wellness, your physical wellness, anything that's important to you, what you stand for, what you stand against, you get to be unapologetically you. And also, you get to learn from others, like, for example, from me right now here on this show, and still say, okay, cool, that's nice, Celine, thanks for that, but I'm going to go do things my own way anyway, because that just feels better to me. That's totally cool. You get to do that, okay? Cultivating your personal wellness is like building a strong foundation upon which you will build your freaking palace, not your house, 
your palace. Because you, my friends, if you're listening, you are royalty, especially if you are an electronic music artist, you're you're royalty. The world needs you and your music. The world needs what you have to offer. Now more than ever, you cannot afford anymore to hide yourself and your art. That's stealing. You're stealing from the world when you're not sharing your art with the world. Because the world is already shit enough as it is and music heals, music brings people together, music makes people feel good and connect over common causes. Music is your passion, you can feel it in your soul. So don't deny your soul its food. Don't deny others their soul food by keeping your music to yourself, locked up on your laptop together with the other hundreds of tracks that you may have left unfinished because there are fears you are currently facing that limit both your craft and your dream career. No, don't. What I know to be true is that focusing on your wellness and mental well-being, as well as knowing exactly what to do, to finish your tracks or DJ mixtapes or music in general and how to get your music in the ears of the right people is the thing that's going to help you to make the glimpse of the life that you think you could have in dance music a reality. The pathway to owning your power, your financial success and more freedom to do exactly what you love is open for you. So the question is, will you choose that path? I'm going to leave you with that. Have a think about it. If you want to learn more about how I can help you with that, because I can, that's what I do, then you are more than welcome to send me a DM on Instagram. At Unicorn is my handle. This is my personal Instagram account. And with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will catch you next time for another episode of Mind the Music. Ils parlent tous comme des animaux de toutes les chattes. Ça parle mal 2018. Je sais pas ce qu'il faut, mais je suis plus qu'un animal. J'ai vu que le rap est à la mode et qu'il marche mieux quand il est sale. Bah, faudrait peut-être casser les codes. Une fille qui l'ouvre, ce serait normal. Balance ton quoi? Même si tu parles mal des filles, je sais qu'au fond t'as compris Balance ton quoi, un jour peut-être ça changera Balance ton quoi Donc laisse-moi te chanter Parler te faire en mmh. Moi je passerai pas à la radio Parce que mes mots sont pas très beaux Bête pour une fille drôle, t'es pas si laide Tes parents et ton frère ça aide Oh, tu parles de moi, c'est quoi ton problème J'ai écrit rien que pour toi, le plus beau des poèmes Laisse-moi te chanter Allez te faire en mmh. Je serai poli pour la télé
J'aimerais prendre le temps de m'asseoir, de me poser Toutes sortes de questions que j'ai mises de côté Mais on sait, toi et moi, ça ne marche pas comme ça Ça fuit sous les pieds et puis ça te coûte un bras Donc j'essaye de prendre le temps de bouter toi Un peu comme on prendrait soin de nous, soin de soi Mais les gouttes, mais les gouttes, mais les Liep ik never alone, ey Viri maakt me paranoia Als iemand de space ziet goed Mattie, ik zit nooit van achter Want dan heb ik space genoeg Petie zegt me fix klennies Dus dan is er heis genoeg Je favoriete tikzak Zegt die ho, ik eet genoeg Zeg me wat de grenzen zijn Omdat ik soms erg ben Vliegen door de bocht aan Mattie Sommigen met vrienden men Zeg me wat de grenzen zijn Omdat ik soms erg ben Vliegen door de bocht aan Mattie Sommigen met vrienden men Mattie, als er werk was In terms die bellen niet Dus op straat gaan we versnellen Werk met het tempo team 
is net een oude mens Hier hebben ze Willow Keys Junkies die zijn oud en gek Alcohol en ecstasy Snijf je leven aan de pep Paar de longen, ketamine Bijna opgepakt voor coke Maar het was maar creatine Mathieu, ik ben om in broek Zet een key maar om in green Domme klein niet opgelicht Zet de vijf gram om het tien Mathieu, ook al ben je winner Beter draai je geen verlies Geef je hart niet aan die bitches Want je krijgt alleen verdreed Praat niet over een money pakken Mathieu, want we pakken niets Broer, ik ben een lieve jongen Welke moeder mag mij niet, hè? Ik denk aan tijden in de wijk We hadden van op straat Want daarna zocht ik saaf En werden nachten laat daar in je wijk Zijn er wel hosselaars Wie heeft een ton gemaakt Wie heeft hem opgemaakt Wie heeft er spijt Zet uit, ga snel als je slaapt Je zak blijft leeg als je klaagt Dus al die pijn in je hart weet ik krijg Maar kon ik gisteren herhalen Had ik vandaag volle zakken Liep ik never alone, ey
Something to gain, escape from the 